In this episode, we look at my top five books for productivity. So these are the books that I recommend right now if you're trying to be more productive. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big changes. Big changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I am trying to break down and share for you the top five books I recommend right now if you are trying to become more productive, if you want to get more stuff done on a day-to-day basis, and just what I think you should be reading to change the way you think about productivity on a day-to-day basis. So this should be a really good one. I have not read all of these books, but I have read most of them. So throughout what I'm going to be doing is sharing the actual description of the book based on like the Amazon description. And then if I've read it, I'm going to share my opinion and just sort of the general thesis that they try to explore. Uh, With that said, this is in no particular order. It's not like a favorite to least favorite or anything like that. I just think that if your goal is to become more productive, then you should read these five books. Plus, there's going to be a bonus book at the end. Uh, But you should read these books to help guide your thinking on the topic of productivity. So that should be solid. Now, before we jump into the episode, I do want to remind you, if you haven't already, you should check out a podcast that I'm a massive, massive fan of. It's called The Great Man, and it's all about how to unlock the great man within you rather than being the good enough man or rather than not living up to the expectations you have of yourself and others have of you. You can actually unlock that great man within you. And it's hosted by my friends Dominic and Brian. It used to be called Men Amongst Men, so you've definitely heard me talk about it. But if you are interested in that kind of thing, you want to learn how to become that great man, how to unlock your greatness from within, then head over to The Great Man. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Cool. So top five books on productivity. The first one I recommend is called The One Thing. It's by Gary Keller. And the Amazon description for that goes like this. Quote, you want less. You want fewer distractions and less on your plate. The daily barrage of emails, texts, tweets, messages, and meetings distract you and stress you out. The simultaneous demands of work and family are taking a toll. And what's the cost? Second-rate work, missed deadlines, smaller paychecks, fewer promotions, and lots of stress. And you want more. You want more productivity from your work, more income for a better lifestyle. You want more satisfaction from life and more time for yourself, your family, and your friends. Now you can have both less and more. In the one thing, you'll learn how to cut through the clutter, achieve better results in less time, build momentum toward your goal, dial down the stress, overcome that overwhelmed feeling, revive your energy, stay on track, and master what matters to you. 
Now, I read The One Thing a while back, maybe about two years now, um, and it's actually something I've been meaning to reread for quite some time now because the concept behind it is actually just in the title. It's all about how can you dial down what you do on a day-to-day basis to the one thing that actually matters. Now, this doesn't always feel possible. In fact, most days I would say that I'm not really able to do this, but starting your day with that question of if I could only do one thing every single day, just a single task, what would be the most effective? What would matter the most to get done? If you can start your days with that question, now, of course, you're going to do other things. That is just how life works. But by starting your day with that question, you get to better understand what actually matters and what is the stuff that we kind of just feel matters. So definitely recommend that you pick up the one thing and give it a read because I think the underlying philosophy is really good for helping you better prioritize what matters and what does not. Uh, And the second book that I'm going to recommend is actually similar. So it's a similar concept of focusing on less. It's called Essentialism, uh, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less, and it's by a gentleman named Greg McEwen. So the Amazon description for that one goes, quote, have you ever found yourself stretched too thin? Do you simultaneously feel overworked and underutilized? Are you often busy but not productive? Do you feel like your time is constantly being hijacked by other people's agendas? If you answered yes to any of these, the way out is the way of the essentialist. The way of the essentialist isn't about getting more done in less time. It's about getting only the right things done. It is not a time management strategy or a productivity technique. It is a systematic discipline for discerning what is absolutely essential, then eliminating everything that is not. So we can make the highest possible contribution towards the things that really matter. So this book is, like I said, similar concept, right? Similar way of thinking. What actually matters? What is most important here? This one takes the same concept and really turns it into a philosophy. It turns it into a way of being rather than just asking yourself the question every morning of what one thing matters most. It's fundamentally about changing the way you live your life, changing the way that you uh, operate in your business, that you operate in your personal life. And through that philosophy, you take on this identity of being an essentialist, only doing the things that truly matter and spending the most time there. So those two books together, while they are very similar, I recommend reading both. I have read both and I think they complement each other very well. Both Gary and Greg pose some really interesting questions that can help you to adopt this mindset and this underlying philosophy. Uh, And I think that overall, it can really push you to being more discerning with what matters and what does not. And the third book is no different. It's called The Power of Less, and it's by a gentleman named Leo Babauta. So if you aren't familiar with Leo, he is the founder of zenhabits.com, I believe, or .net, one of the oldest blogs in the personal productivity space, at least oldest that I know of. And he's really one of the OGs in this environment. So uh, this isn't one of the books that I've read, but it is on my to-read list. And the description for that goes, quote, 
with the countless distractions that come from every corner of a modern life, it's amazing that we're ever able to accomplish anything. The Power of Less demonstrates how to streamline your life by identifying the essential and eliminating the unnecessary, freeing you from everyday clutter and allowing you to focus on accomplishing the goals that can change your life for the better. Now, something that you're going to find with this list, and this is uh, quite honestly, I think this should become its own episode. So I'm going to slot that in and work on that for a few episodes from now. But something that you'll find here is this shift in how we think about productivity, right? Because productivity for a long time, and I think many of us still just sort of automatically think this way, is about getting more done in less time. It's about accomplishing more, being more effective in your use of your time so that you can get more things done. And what these first three books and to a lesser extent, the fourth book really focuses on instead is shifting that. It's about getting less done in less time, but being far more effective. It's about focusing on what truly matters and and taking the time to sort through that and better understand what matters and then spending all of your time there rather than on doing more things just for the sake of doing more things. And this is a way of looking at productivity that I personally really like because I don't like working 17 hours a day. Like I don't like being busy. I like getting things done. I like moving projects forward. I like accomplishing things. But not everything that we do on a day-to-day basis is actually a requirement to move things forward or is actually a requirement to accomplish things. So these first three books, The One Thing, the Essentialism, and The Power of Less, they all focus on how can we do less in the time we have, but have that work be far more valuable. And so I recommend them for that reason, because I think that shift in mindset will be far more valuable to you than any time management skills that you may have been looking for. Now, the fourth book is a classic. It's one that I think many of you reading this has read uh, and many of you have an opinion on it. Either you love it or you hate it, but it is a classic and it does sort of show the more practical ways of doing what we are calling sort of the essentialist model of productivity. Uh, It's called The 4-Hour Workweek. It's by Tim Ferriss. And the Amazon description for that goes, quote, forget the old concept of retirement and the rest of the deferred life plan. There is no need to wait and every reason not to, especially in unpredictable economic times. Whether your dream is escaping the rat race, experiencing high-end world travel, or earning a monthly five-figure income with zero management, the four-hour workweek is the blueprint. Now, the four-hour workweek is widely credited with sort of starting the lifestyle business industry, quite frankly. It's one of those things that I think opened people's eyes to what the internet made possible, Uh, whereas many people didn't recognize in the beginning that you could utilize the internet to essentially automate your entire business uh, and and put yourself in a position where you could travel, you could uh, live independently from having to be in any particular location, you could make a great income, and you could have 
an entire team of people supporting you without ever meeting any of them. I think the four hour work week was one of the first books that really showed what that could look like. And it's the reason why it took off so well, because it was this new concept. But when you look at the actual strategies he uses, it's all about this essentialism concept, this this one thing concept. He focused on what actually matters for him to be doing and what should he 100% not be doing. And by spending all of his time asking that question and thinking about what is most important for him to do and what's not, he's able to cut his actual work week down significantly because everything is getting accomplished by utilizing other people's time and paying them well for it. He spends his time on the things he absolutely needs to do and he's able to do less, take less time doing it, make the same amount of money, if not more, and live the life that he wanted to create. Now, the four-hour workweek lifestyle of traveling and all that stuff, that doesn't necessarily work for everybody. I personally could be a quote-unquote digital nomad. My work isn't tied to any specific location, but that's not the lifestyle I want. The reason I have this book on the list is because I think it is an excellent illustration of what you can do when you embrace this concept of the power of less, of, of doing less in less time. And then the, the last book, the fifth book, uh, and stick around because I am going to have a bonus on this. The fifth book on this is called The Compound Effect. And uh, it's by a gentleman named Darren Hardy. He's the founder of Success Magazine. And the Amazon description for this book goes, quote, no gimmicks, no hyperbole, no magic bullet. The compound effect is a distillation of the fundamental principles that have guided the most phenomenal achievements in business, relationships, and beyond. This easy-to-use, step-by-step operating system allows you to multiply your success, chart your progress, and achieve any desire. If you're serious about living an extraordinary life, use the power of the compound effect to create the success you want. End quote. So what exactly is the compound effect? Because I think of all the books on this list, these have all sort of helped shape the way that I view the world and myself Uh, And that's why I'm recommending them. But this book, I think, is the most, it captures the tiny leaps principle the most. The basic idea of the compound effect, if you're familiar with investing, is that the more money you, you put on something, the more money it's capable of generating, right? So if you have uh, $100 in a, an investment account, and it's making 7% interest, APR, year over year, 7%. By the end of your first year, that money will be $107. Now, you would think that by the end of the second year, it would be $114. But that's not actually the case because in that second year, $107 is what's gaining interest, not just $100. And so it's 7% of the $107. Now, in a two-year window, that's not a massive growth. It might be like $107.25 or or something like that. But over time, over a significant amount of time, the money you gain gets added to the balance, which is then gains interest, and you're making interest on the higher amount 
And so over time, that compound effect kicks in and you're able to make a significant amount more than if it was just, let's say, adding that amount to it. Now, what Darren says in this book is that the compound effect isn't just about money. It works in every area of our lives. And so by focusing on a singular task, by focusing on a singular thing, by putting your energy into something and spending a significant amount of time on it over time, you're able to multiply the results that you gain simply by this this compound effect concept. So what does this have to do with productivity? Well, this is a longer view on things, but the idea here is that the things you do add up and they matter. And over time, they take you to places you could never possibly imagine. And by focusing on the right things, by utilizing the concepts that the one thing or essentialism or the power of less or the four-hour work week allow you to see and allow you to incorporate into your life, by utilizing those concepts, you're able to then leverage the compound effect and get more from the work that you did. So it's less about being productive in the moment and more about getting more value from the work that you are able to do. So that's my top five books for productivity right now. I highly, highly recommend this. The last one here that I just want to add as a bonus because I truly think it's a great book is my own book. So Tiny Leaps, Big Changes by Greg Clunas. And the Amazon description for that is, quote, In today's world, we are constantly overloaded with positive messages such as follow your passion or dream big that are supposed to spark change and accomplishments in our lives. But why doesn't anyone ever give practical advice on how exactly to achieve those lofty goals? This book explores the reality behind personal development, that all big changes come from the small decisions we make every day. Using scientific and psychological research, Greg Clunas shows you what hidden factors drive our behavior and gives you the tools to form helpful daily habits to accomplish your goals. Now, the goal with this book, my approach for this book was simply to help you internalize the philosophy that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day, to help you recognize that by focusing on what you can do right now, you will make progress and progress uber alles is a real thing. It matters because as long as you are making progress, as long as you are moving forward, things will change. They may change slowly or they may change very quickly depending on how much time you have, how many resources you have, what you're trying to accomplish, depending on so many factors that are not really in your control. But as long as you are making progress, things will change and things will get better. So as that relates to productivity, it's okay if you didn't get that much done today. It's okay if you uh, struggled to focus and it's okay if you did get a lot done because over time, it's all going to average out and over time, you are still going to be making progress and that's something to be proud of. So I highly recommend you pick up any of these books. Find them on Amazon or Barnes and Noble or wherever you get your books. I recommend the audiobook for some of them. Uh, for my book, I, I did the audio myself. So if you're one of those people who are like, you know what? I like Greg's voice. Well, now you can hear it for four hours. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Listen, if you like this, share it with a friend. If there's somebody you know who is really struggling with being productive, just 
ask them to listen to this. I think some of these books can really help them. And I think the discussion about the different philosophies and stuff in the books can help as well. Thank you so much for tuning in. I've been Greg Clunas. Be sure to click subscribe if you haven't already. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day, every day.